Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to our CrossFit Kindred podcast. I know we took a, a, a hiatus. We got busy with life. <laughs> and we're <laughs> and in a pandemic. <laughs> we're in a pandemic. And you know what? Since uh, we have time and we're sheltering at home, we might as well bring back the podcast. So right. I'm I'm uh, Vanna Trung. I'm one of the owners at CrossFit Kindred. And my business partner's on the podcast with me. What's up, and girl? What's up, everyone? This is Leonie, fitness director at CrossFit Kindred, co-owner. All right. Yeah, so cool. I'm excited to have you uh, on our podcast. We're on a podcast together, so it's pretty awesome. All right. Well, today we're going to talk about stress because everyone is feeling that right now. Obviously, we're in um, the coronavirus pandemic. And it's affecting us in so many ways, um, mentally, you know, by, uh, physically, our jobs, our place of businesses, our business. Um, but just today, we wanted to focus on the stress piece of it and how to reduce that stress uh, based on what you can eat to reduce the stress levels in your life. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of ways to reduce stress. But today, we're just going to talk about it in the context of food or in relation to food. And uh, also, we think it's appropriate because we are doing the nutrition challenge and it helps you uh, control or be able to, to, to do something to control your stress. Because a lot of the anxiety comes from the uncertainty that's going on right now. So um, one thing you can control is what you eat and what you put in your body. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about that. Le- Leonie's going to help kind of give us some food ingredients and uh, I will also be doing the same but but first off we just want to talk about the effects of stress on our bodies and you know just us as trainers and even as crossfitters um, obviously we are good about working out we're good about working out right Leonie especially you right Leonie yes. um, <laughs> at, we, least we try. <laughs> at least we try and we, we preach about working out a lot and you know trying to stay healthy that way but a huge component of it is the food part. And then now there's another factor that affects your health is the stress factor. So really understanding stress and minimizing stress um, is going to get you into that realm of health that we want you to be in. Health and wellness is kind of where we want you to, to venture into, uh, especially during this pandemic season. Uh, stress is so huge and it's impacting us in so many ways. So stress can be created because of a physical threat, but also because of psychological things that are happening. So for example, um, if we're under attack by a grizzly bear, for example, <laughs> I don't know if I thought about a grizzly bear because we're in the great state of California and that's our, uh, our, our, our animal, our state animal, whatever, the, the grizzly. grizzly bear, the grizzly. So when we're under uh, threat or under attack, our body goes into a special type of um, fight or flight system is what it's called. So the, the, the physical threat is actually a stressor. So the way that our bodies are, crea- are created is that we have um, what we call it is a, in a scientific name is the anatomic uh, nervous system. And basically this system controls like unconscious actions of our body. And, and two parts of this um, system, there's two divisions of the system to say that. And the first division of the 
anatomic nervous system is our sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system. So our first system, the sympathetic nervous system is called our fight or flight system. So going back to my example with the grizzly bear, if we are under attack or feel threatened, for example, we're being attacked by a grizzly bear, our body is going to turn on the sympathetic nervous system, which is called the fight or flight. So you're either going to fight the bear or run away from the bear is what your brain is telling you to do. <laughs> like, all right, we're going we're gonna to rise up and try to fight this bear. Oh, we're going to get the hell out of this and run away from the Take bear. Take flight. <laughs> Take your flight. I ain't fighting no bear. And then the second system is, is pretty much where our, our bodies are supposed to operate when it's like not under attack or when it's not in threat, which is the parasympathetic system or parasympathetic nervous system. And this is uh, what is what they call the rest and digest system. So rest and digest, and it's pretty much what your body is supposed to be doing, resting and digesting the food that you eat, right? Except for in situations where you are stressed. So therefore, when you are stressed, your body keeps switching over to the sympathetic system and your brain keeps sending out these signals to the rest of your body that it's under attack. So, you know, every day on a day to day life, we're not going out hunting and we're not being attacked by bears, tigers and lions. Oh, my. <laughs> so the, phys- the physical attacks are not as um, prevalent in today's lifestyle. The stress that we experience today is mostly psychological. So work, our families, finances, you know, helping our children, helping out our family members, you know, and now especially we are in the middle of a pandemic and our stress levels are incredibly heightened. So everybody's experiencing stress right now and stress is wreaking havoc in our lives and on our bodies right now. And, um, You know, different people have different levels of stress. I do want to say that. You know, some people have more stress depending on, you know, their levels of relation, their levels of responsibilities, you know, their their various roles that they play in their lives. You know, maybe their commitments. They have a ton of commitments. Or mostly how um, one has learned to deal with stress over time. So, you know, over time, over your lifestyle, over your lifespan, you probably been dealing with stress in a certain way and some people deal better with stress others don't but basically everyone has levels of stress and then there's also stress that is caused by traumatic experiences right um post-traumatic stress disorder or ptsd uh, that's a more severe mental condition it's triggered by a terrifying event either you're experiencing it or you saw it you know you saw a murder you're part of a robbery but now and I was reading this Leone and I, I don't know you've probably seen articles where you know at home and reading stuff um, a lot of psycho- psychologists say that you know many of us as we're going through this pandemic there's a, a large uh, you know, number of people that may develop PTSD uh, because the pandemic has been so traumatic Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not trying to scare us or anything like that. I'm not trying to say we're going to get PTSD, uh, nor are we, uh, psychologists or psychiatrists. We can't give you RX prescriptions or anything about that to handle your, any mental issues you have. And if, if you do have more severe 
mental issues, you definitely need to seek professional help about that. Um, but today we're just going to talk more about stress and um, its impact on our lives and how we can control it simply by adding certain ingredients in our lives. So I kind of wanted to give us some context. Um, I know that was a little sciencey. So Leone, I don't know, you want to ask me any questions or did I go too fast or anything you want to no. ask about that? Keep going. All right. Okay. Well, cool. So yeah. So basically stress impacts our body in a way that it triggers the fight or flight system, right? So the more stress you have, um, your brain is like, oh my God, I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked. So then your brain sends out these hormones uh, throughout the body because it's trying to att- it's trying to fight off the threat. So it's trying to like trying to empower your body to fight off the bear. So the body produces these chemicals, and the three main chemicals that it produces is really adrenaline, uh, neo uh, no reference, excuse me for trying to pronounce a scientific word, and then also cortisol. So those three. Adrenaline, neoreferrin, and cortisol. Okay, so we'll go over that just real briefly because I don't want to lose you to the science part of it, but it's important to understand these chemicals and how it affects our body. So the threat, stress comes, your body's thinking, oh my God, I'm being attacked, I'm under attack, so I'm going to produce these chemicals. So it's producing these chemicals, and these chemicals have a, um, a, a dedicated intent to fight off this this bear right so adrenaline for example it's almost that rush that you have um, your heart starts pumping faster your hands may get sweaty you know you feel this excitement but adrenaline gives you a burst of energy so that your body can fight off this potential threat so adrenaline and no referee no referee is what the exact word is. I have a hard time pronouncing it. It's a little tricky just to, to pronounce that. No referent. So adrenaline and no referent, these two hormones gives your body like this extra boost of energy and power and excitement, but it's intended to ward off this bear. But the last, uh, the third chemical, which is more mostly called the stress hormone, cortisol, um, it has some benefits too, but what happens is the chronic stress that you sustain is going to release too much cortisol in your body so that it creates a whole host of other problems in our bodies. Um, so for example, the stress hormone, it acti- it keeps activating the sympathetic nervous system. So then the, broad- the body keeps per- you know creating it. Let's say you have chronic stress, right? So your body keeps creating cortisol or the stress hormone. And then over time, your blood pressure just keeps getting elevated and then your body starts to form a thicker uh, muscles around your heart and then actually this can lead to heart disease heart attacks and strokes so a lot of times you hear like people have strokes and heart attacks and it, a lot of it is just chronic stress that's inducing that um, situation that, that sickness in our body and then stress also suppresses the immune system which is incredibly, incredibly bad at this particular time in life because we are fighting a damn virus, an unknown virus, right? So we need our freaking immune system. So, and it's kind of like a double-edged sword because the pandemic is stressing us out and because we have stress, our immune system is weakened. 
and then it, it, it's not as strong to fight off um, and ward off diseases. So that's a double-edged sword right there. Um, and then over time, it just weakens the immune system. So it's, we're going to talk about just eating certain ingredients to help boost your immune system and try to fight that. I mean, obviously, there is no cure or treatment for coronavirus. So I'm not wishing that on anyone or any of us. But having a strong immune system can, you know, make a whole host of difference. So this is very important. Uh, other problems that stress causes on our body is that it does cause inflammation. And it causes tension in our muscles, uh, including our neck muscles. And if we have neck muscles, uh, if we have tension in our neck muscles, it's going to also lead to headaches. So a lot of times, you know, you get these really crazy stress headaches. And it's because our muscles around our neck are all tensed up and our bodies are tensed up. Uh, stress creates, uh, increases our oil production. Um, and oil production leads to more acne. So, dude, stress gives you pimples. <laughs> so that's horrible. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that adult acne is not cute. Like, when you're a teenager, you might get away with it, but adult acne is not cute. So stress causes acne. And then, oh, my God, stress stimulates hair loss. So the cortisol that keeps being released into our bodies because of the stress that causes our uh, hair loss and it causes our skin to age faster. So without a doubt, I think I've convinced all of us, including myself, how freaking bad stress is. So (laughs) (laughs) So how the hell do we get stress out of our bodies? Um, So we're going to talk about food choices that's going to help us combat stress so that, you know, like I said before, there are a lot of things that you can't control right now. You can't control, you know, the infection rates. You can't control, you know, we can't control when the gym can open. But right now, we can control our stress levels by picking and choosing the right things to eat. Um, just so you know, like right off the bat, when we're feeling anxious, our body's going to crave chocolate <laughs> and carbohydrates. So that's probably why you're having this like crazy urge to like eat a bunch of cookies and brownies and <laughs> bake at home. Snickers. <laughs> you trying to call somebody out? Leo's trying to call me out because that's my go-to. That's my go-to candy. If you guys didn't know, I love Snickers and Snickers loves me. But yeah, so my body's feeling stressed. So I was craving chocolate, and when I crave chocolate, I eat Snickers. Um, it does spike my 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 blood sugar levels, which helps with the stress. But over time, Snickers is not a good uh, food choice selection, right? Well, if I only ate Snickers and didn't eat the fruits and vegetables that I'm learning to eat right now, so um, some of the ways that we can combat stress is to eat certain foods that helps offset these stress hormones in our bodies along with having a healthy lifestyle you know obviously proper diet like we mentioned and exercise which you should be doing and continuing to do we'll talk a little bit more about that later on um prayer and meditation relaxation deep breathing and just generally developing um kind of a lifestyle of like compassion gratitude forgiveness and acceptance wow that, wow that was all like spiritual that was actually provided by the mayo clinic 
we're not going to get into the details of prayer, meditation, relaxation, deep breathing, and compassion, gratitude, forgiveness, <laughs> moving and acceptance. <laughs> but we're going to talk about healthy food choices and what you can do to eat, what you can eat to release your stress. So I talked a lot, Leone. Uh, why don't you talk about some of the food choices we can eat? Or you know what? Yes. I can go you, can, you can go ahead and talk about serotonin. And what yes, because I kind of mentioned it already. So like I mentioned before, serotonin. Yeah. Yes. So chocolate, the reason why I was craving chocolate, and many of you are, many of you are craving chocolate or carbohydrates is because these foods release serotonin, which is basically a chemical that makes you feel good. So serotonin is um, a chemical that is believed to be a mood stabilizer. Uh, it's said to it is said to help produce healthy sleeping patterns as well as boosting your mood. And studies have shown that serotonin levels can be a, uh, can have an effect on your mood and behavior. And the chemical is com- is commonly linked to feeling good and living longer. So we know serotonin is actually a mood booster. And some of the food choices that you can make that some of the foods that have serotonin naturally include eggs, cheese pineapples, tofu, salmon, nuts, and turkey. Yes, so especially turkey, because sometimes when we, well, thinking back when we were able to have Thanksgiving with our families and we could gather with our families. <laughs> Sorry, tearjerker. Hopefully <laughs> that's not a bad memory. You're missing them right now, I know. But turkey, sometimes when you eat turkey, it just makes you sleepy and it relaxes you a lot. So serotonin has that relaxing effect, making you feel really good. Um, I didn't know this about eggs, which is cool, which is why I like to eat eggs in the morning. So I'm gonna keep doing that and adding my my spinach and my vegetables and my eggs. Uh, cheese, like I mentioned before, uh, pineapples. I can't have it, but I thought that was interesting because <laughs> I'm allergic to pineapples, just so y'all know. Don't give me pineapples for my birthday or for any holidays. I am allergic. Uh, But pineapples, I thought it was interesting that pineapples has serotonin. Because I thought about, like, the people in Hawaii and all the islanders, they eat a lot of pineapple and they're always so happy and chill. So maybe that's why. Mind blown. Mind blown. So I was like, damn, no wonder. Pineapples, that's so cool. That's why they're all chill. Tofu is another good thing. Salmon, nuts, and turkey. And also, going back to the carbs, um, we recommend com- complex carbs, such as whole grains, like whole pastas, whole grains, whole breads, and old-fashioned oatmeal. So that is uh, a complex carb, and it actually has serotonin. It's going to level you out, give you a good, balanced mood, and help to offset some of those stress hormones. Um if you need a quick fix though obviously this is why those cookies and the snicker bar for me works really well is because simple carbs like candy and all the processed sugar that we eat in our desserts that spikes our blood sugar up very fast so the faster your blood sugar can get up it works right away and it makes you feel better right away um so obviously that's going to help you feel better but those are not really wise choices over the course of your lifestyle because obviously the simple carbs the processed carbs is going to lead to a lot of other diseases and a chronic situation or chronic chronic disease that you can definitely avoid so we recommend complex complex carbs over simple carbs all right 
Yeah, what, what's up? What's next, Leona? What can we eat that make us uh, less stressed out? So this is gonna bring us right into like vitamin C. Um, oranges makes the list for the wealth of vitamin C. So if you guys love oranges, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fresh squeezed oranges. <laughs> so there's actually there was actually a study that suggested vitamin C um, can curb levels of uh, stress hormones um, while strengthening your immune system. Also in the study, uh, people with high blood pressure blood pressure and levels of cortisol return to normal more quick, quickly when people took vitamin C before, you know, doing something stressful. That makes so, sense. Yeah, I like I like oranges too. So oranges so some, are some oranges in. Yep. And then also with some magnesium, you can go right into that. So too little magnesium may trigger headaches and fatigue. So if you're ever tired and it's compounding the effects of stress, one mm. cup of spinach um, can help you stock back up on some magnesium. But if you don't like spinach, like some people, uh, other greens like leafy vegetables are good magnesium sources or try some cooked soybean. Not not a big fan, but that's another option. <laughs> or a filet of salmon, which is my favorite, uh, which is also high in ma- magnesium. Oh, nice. Yeah, you do eat a lot of salmon, so that's cool. I, that's why I need I need some magnesium. Because I realized yes, you do. I've been Orange having headaches. Magnesium. <laughs> I need to get my vitamin C up. And also vitamin C is, um, just going back to that, that's really important because the immune system is being compromised with the stress. That vitamin right. C is going to help you boost that immune system. So for sure. All right. Next on the list. Leone, you want to hit that? Or is that me? That's me. Omega-3 fatty acids. Oh, you can go. Go ahead. You can go. You like you like salmon. So you can talk about yeah, omega so- what what omega-3 fatty acids it's like found in fish such as your salmon and some tuna um it can prevent surges in stress hormones and may help protect against heart disease depression um and pms oh wow (laughs) hear that ladies hey pms y'all you might want to add these fatty acids (laughs) if you're pms and go eat some Um, salmon (laughs) i would recommend uh you eat whole foods to get all your nutrients but if you have to supplement then omega-3 from you know your local cost costco yes um supplements is definitely one i would recommend um especially for those who are not a fan of fish yeah and also i mean you're pretty good about your omega-3 supplements i would have to say that's that's one thing that we learned from crossfit like once you take when you go through crossfit certification they don't recommend any supplements except for omega-3 in their uh, level one training. So I thought that was interesting, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because, you know, we're not all eating a lot of fish every day. So omega-3 is highly important. And as a CrossFitter and just someone who, like all of us who are working out, um, your body would need omega-3 because it fights against inflammation. So that's another huge thing. Omega-3 does fight against inflammation. That's another added effect. It's a de-stressor and it fights inflammation. So that's cool. Yes. Yep. I take two a day. <laughs> Keeps the doctor away. <laughs> nice. All right, Betty, you can go right into uh, black tea and what that does. Uh, black tea. So uh, drinking black tea may help you recover from stressful events more quickly. Uh, going back to just, you know, nutritional studies and, and scientific studies over the years, um, a study found that people who drank four cups of tea daily for six weeks um, 
what, what is it? Oh, yeah. People who drank four cups of tea daily for six weeks against other people who didn't drink beverages had a lower stress level. So the tea drinkers actually uh, reported that they felt more calmer and had lower levels of stress hormone cortisol after their stressful situation. So they tested these groups and the people who drank the black tea had lower levels of cortisone than the people who didn't drink black tea. Black tea with boba? <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging out at Urban Tea too long, Leo. <laughs> uh, the boba, I'm not going to have a discussion about boba, but yeah. It just says black tea. It doesn't say add boba. So I would say I know. just do the black tea and no boba if you can. And then uh, I'm just looking out for the people. <laughs> looking out for our people. Yes, we, we are all on the right. east side. We're multicultural. So we got to acknowledge all the good foods and uh, the good food and drink on our side of town. Um, and the next pistachios. Vanna's favorite. Uh, <laughs> another nut that I can't eat. Okay, I have revealing all my food allergies. I can't have peanuts and I can't have tree nuts and I, therefore I can't have pistachios. Is this why you stress? <laughs> I know, maybe. <laughs> I can have peanuts though. Um, but going back to pistachios as well as other nuts and seeds, they're actually uh, good sources of healthy fats. So just eating, um, we recommend like a small handful of unseasoned pistachios, walnuts, or almonds uh, will help you lower your cholesterol. It actually helps ease inflammation in your heart's arteries and it makes diabetes less likely and it promotes, it protects against the effects of stress. And, um, but don't overdo it because nuts are actually rich in calories and fats. So, and then also we say unseasoned because you want to make sure you're not eating those like caramelized candied walnuts that are basically like candy. <laughs> um, Covered in exactly. chocolate. <laughs> Somebody sent me a picture and was like, Can th- does this count? I'm like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was covered in chocolate. I know. Yes, I love you it looked good though. You guys are just trying to find all these workarounds on this nutritional challenge. It's killing me. But um, for effort. I know, exactly right. But yeah, try to make the nuts unseasoned and, and keep it to, uh, you know, a very, very, very small handful just because it has a lot of fats in it. Um, and then, yeah, that leads us to our next few items. So go ahead, Leonie. So one of my favorites, avocados. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the best ways to reduce high blood pressure is to get uh, enough potassium. And with half of an, an avocado has more potassium than a medium-sized banana. Boom. Wow, nice. I know that. <laughs> Everyone thinks, oh my god, a banana, just potassium. No, avocados have potassium too. Yep, that's And cool. it's more beneficial. Um, a little bit of guacamole made from avocado might be a good choice when stress has you craving a high-fat treat. Avocados are high in fat and calories, though, so watch your portion size. Don't go and eat an entire bowl of guacamole <laughs> damn just... why are you calling me out again I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah but it is good it's it's, it's a good choice to have yeah definitely um superfoods for sure and then but yeah avocados are one of the top for me uh banner go ahead you can talk about milk all right so um just another way to unwind at night and just to bring the stress level down is is actually milk um, I know it sounds like little kid. Almond milk? No. <laughs> I can't have almond milk. It's regular milk for me. <laughs> Quit 
bringing up these nut infested type of stuff. No, but going back, regular milk, almond milk, whatever. You can have almond milk. I can't. I'm not hating. Um, whatever milk you like to have, it does. Research research shows that calcium eases anxiety and mood swings that are, you know, um, also mood swings that are linked to PMS. So that's another good thing for you ladies. But um, a lot of dietitians recommend typically like skim or low fat milk just to reduce the fat intake. But milk is a good source of calcium and calcium helps to reduce anxiety and kind of level this out. And lastly, I'll let you kind of talk about that, Lily. The most important, y'all, de-stress <laughs> with exercise. <laughs> Besides changing your diet, um, yes, one of the best stress-busting strategies is to working out. Um, if you guys can't make it onto the Zoom live classes, 9 a.m. on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, or 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, just giving you guys a little plug when those classes are. Yep. Um, you can check your Wattify app to see the workout of the day. Um, it, it's programmed to allow you to work out even without equipment. So there is no excuses at this point. <laughs> um, it's a pandemic and we are in the same situation. And one hour of your day will help you guys um, with your stress levels. Um, sh- strive to work out at least four to five times a week. Let's get your body moving. Your stress levels need to come down so you can live a long healthy life yes and this is why we do what we do exactly spoken like a true fitness director our head coach definitely working out is very important and it's just a lifestyle you know so our our goal here is to really teach that lifestyle of nutrition and an exercise or you know training physical training so that you can hedge against any sicknesses and move towards health and wellness that's what we really want you guys to do um, so obviously, this was more focused on just eating certain ingredients, uh, food choices to help with your stress level. But we're definitely here for you guys. And um, we're doing what we can to spread some joy, spread some information, and help you with your day-to-day life. But we are Sports here. Spread some positivity. Yes. Some motivation and positivity. All right, guys. Yes. Well, that ends it for us here. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, first episode of our reboot of our podcast for CrossFit Kindred and we look forward to the next Uh, episode. You guys have a safe and strong day. All right. Kindred strong. We out. We out. Thanks.